Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Chat Autism Live, powered by Generation Rescue. Today's guest is an expert clinical advisor for Coromega, the tastiest, most effective omega-3 fish oil. He has served as a research scientist at the University of Minnesota for more than 20 years and is considered one of the leading experts on omega-3 fatty acids in the country, a distinction that stems from his work in the academic lab, which invented the omega-3 terminology we use today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Douglas Bibas. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's a real pleasure to talk to you. Hi, Dr. Bibas. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm fighting a little cold, so <laughs> so sorry if I don't sound the greatest. But no, not a problem. We're we're so happy to have you, and I know we have a lot of good questions um, from our community that All right, we're going to get to in just a sec. So, real quickly, um, do you want to talk to us about Coromega and what Coromega is? I'd be happy to. Um, so we we all know that fish oil is important for our health, and in um, a number of years ago, um, there was a kind gentleman in Norway trying to get his two daughters or two granddaughters to consume fish oil. And the fish oil at that time wasn't that great, and so he came up with this really ingenious way to make it tasty and, and good. And so he, uh, Grandpa Johan, was the man who invented Coromega. It's a tasty orange emulsion that, that uh, is, is very simple to take. Uh, it tastes like an orange dreamsicle, and it has uh, uh, healthy levels of omega-3 in it, lots of EPA and lots of DHA. Um, and because it's emulsified, it's that process of mixing water and oil, uh, it makes it easier for the body to absorb. So we've done some studies looking at uh, how much is absorbed, a term that's called bioavailability. And when you use a uh, product like Coromega that's emulsified, it, it gets into your body much better. So so uh, it's a, in a nutshell, Coromega is just a simple, great way to get your omega-3. It's not a pill. Uh, it looks more like a food or, or a, uh, a nutrient that uh, somebody would want to take, especially a child. Well, and it's tasty. I know our grant recipients love it. Yeah, it was, you know, when my children were younger, um, I've been with Cormega for about 12 years now, and um, uh, I couldn't get them to take any fish oil. <laughs> so, and the, when Cormega came on board, I had to regulate the amount that was going into their bodies because they liked it so much. Uh, Kind of like a dessert, so uh, uh, yeah, and, it, and it's so that made like me feel the, good as a, a parent, and yeah, yeah. I imagine it was tough giving them like the the big fish oil capsules. Yeah, yeah. We those, tried. Those, tried aren't, those aren't as fun as the Coral <clears throat> Mega Packs. Right. I've tried lots of different, you know, lots of different mechanisms to get them to take it, but uh, but Coral Mega was the and still is the the, the uh, popular one by choice. Well, we definitely love it here at the office. Hey, that's great. All right. So let's get to some of these questions. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Our first question comes from Stephanie, and Stephanie would like to know, she said, my son just started taking omega-3s. How long will it take to notice if they're helping him or not? Well, that's an excellent question, and it's a question that we, we try to address um, all the time. Um, from a uh, the, the short answer is, you know, some some people will see immediate results, but others it takes a little time for membranes to change, the fatty acids in membranes. So when you take that healthy fat into your body, um, that healthy fat, that omega-3 fat, goes into your cells and your different tissues, and that process can take a little bit of time. Um, your blood changes almost right away. Within four to eight hours of taking fish oil, it starts to show up in your blood. 
Um, so it's in your body. But I would say, you know, conservatively, um, you know, two to four weeks uh, to, to start seeing some changes, and even as long as, as two to three months to start to remodel those membranes, because um, we have different membranes all over our body, and uh, and the brain is one that remodels um, a little bit more slowly, because there's a lot of protection mechanisms uh, for that. But um, but I would I would say two to four weeks uh, okay. before you start to see effects. Hmm? All right, there you go, Stephanie. Two to four weeks. Our next question comes from Matt, and <clears throat> Matt wants to know what's the difference between an omega three and an omega six? Aren't they both fish oils? Um, another great question. Um, so not just down too much into, into chemistry, but omega-3 and omega-6 are, are family names of fatty acids, and that designation is just kind of how uh, the molecules or the fatty acids are laid out. Omega-3 have a, a three-carbon tail, and omega-6s have a six-carbon tail. So they're, they're actually very different. Um, uh, they're both essential. We need them to survive. Um, uh, but um, we tend to eat plenty of omega-6, and we tend not to eat very much omega-3. Um, fish oil uh, is predominantly rich in long-chain omega-3. Uh, there's EPA and DHA that are found there. Fish oil has around you know, 40 different fatty acids, but about 30% of those fatty acids, or one-third of those, are EPA and DHA. There's a tiny bit of omega-6 uh, in fish oil, less than 1%, so it's, it's not an omega-6 oil per se. Um, dietary oils that are rich in omega-6 are like soybean oil, safflower oil. Um, and if you read any food labels, you'll, you'll see that soybean oil is used in lots of different processed foods. So we get, we get plenty of, uh, of omega-6, and some would say too much. So, so different, different uh, families, both essential, yep, and found in different parts in our diet. Awesome. Okay. Well, there you have it, Matt. Our next question comes from Shannon, and Shannon wants to know, how much fish oil should I give my five-year-old son? Is there, is there a, um, a certain dosage that certain ages should be having? Um, it's a, it's a, another excellent question. Um, there's no you know, federal guidelines, on not even for adults, <laughs> on long-chain omega-3. Um, uh, and for, for typical... You know, adults, I recommend one to two grams a day of EPA and DHA um, of the long chain. And um, uh, for children, uh, and what's important to remember about kids is that they're growing and developing. They have a lot more uh, growing and developing going on than adults. So sometimes their nutrient needs are just as as high as they are for adults uh, because they have so much going on, even though their body is is typically smaller. But um, I would, you know, I would try to give my son or daughter at, at five, uh, I was between 500 milligrams and 1,000 milligrams of, of long-chain omega-3 per day, which is okay. just a couple percent of fat in their diet. So like one pack of core omega, uh, uh, like two capsules, one to two capsules of typical fish oil. All right. Well, there you have it, Shannon. Good luck finding a, a omega-3 to give your five-year-old son, and we definitely trust Core Omega, so check them out. Our next question comes from Kim, and Kim wants to know, Kim's asking, what are the benefits of taking fish oils for kids with autism? Are there any specific benefits that you guys have been able to find? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's an exciting area. Um, 
and the first thing to remember really is that children, uh, any any child and in children with autism also are growing kids and they have nutrient needs. And um, so in omega-3 fats um, are really important for developing brains. So brain tissue uh, is really rich in uh, an omega-3 fat called DHA. So are your eyes. And lots of studies have demonstrated that, that uh, people getting uh, more than less omega-3 in their diet, either from breast milk or from dietary changes when they're developing, um, do better with cognitive function. So, so one, there's a precedent for giving uh, growing kids a good source of long-chain omega-3. Um, the second big part is, is can it help a child with autism? And there's been a number of studies um, examining this question. This is... Um, this is a newer area of research as well. So, uh, but but studies to date have shown improvements in in um, cognition, cognitive function, verbal reasoning, um, some of the aspects of of autism that are are um, uh, wanting to be treated. So, um, impulsivity. Uh, some of the other studies. Some studies have not shown effects. Um, there, there's not been a tremendous amount of research done in this area, but in general, um, there's positive effects that have been ascribed to the use of fish oil for children with autism. And I've attended a number of scientific meetings and in meetings where lay people are there with their children with autism that, that uh, say that it works you know, tremendously well for them. So um, I think it's something that, that you want to explore, you know, one, just for uh, nutrient needs of your child and two, to help uh, kids with autism. So um, an, an important thing about fish oil too is it's an anti-inflammatory agent. Um, and uh, so sometimes uh, diseases that excite our brain, uh, for lack of a better term, can have an inflammatory core to them as well. And um, omega-3s have an anti-inflammatory effect. It's it's like throwing water on a, a fire. So in, in inflammation is uh, thought to exacerbate or make worse some of the symptoms that are, are seen in autism. Sorry, we had a quick um, we had a quick little technical glitch here, and I yeah, that's fine. cut off for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, where did Doctor Bibus go? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, glad we got Kim's question answered, and we have another question that just came in from Kevin, and Kevin okay. wants to know: uh, Is it true that you don't have to take fish oil supplements if you eat a lot of fish and nuts? Is that um, true? It, it can be, yeah, certainly. Um, uh, it, it depends on what kind of fish, and um, and nuts are more of an omega-6 uh, kind of food. Uh, nothing wrong with nuts; they provide a lot of great things for us. But but if you're eating, I would say you know three to four servings of fatty fish a week, um, so a six-ounce portion of salmon uh, every other day, uh, you're you're meeting kind of recommended requirements. Um, but typically, you know, I encourage people to eat. Good sources of fish, um, sardines, herring, trout, salmon, um, even other species of fish have. They don't have as much omega-3 as, as salmon, but they still have some omega-3, which makes them good food. Um, and then I have people also take some kind of a fish oil supplement just to make sure you're getting that kind of intake. But but no, there's there's lots of people, that populations around the world that live on marine-based diets that, that do really well for their omega-3 intake. Um, in America, we face... Um, a lot of foods that are rich in omega-6 that, that fight omega-3s, and we typically just don't eat enough long-chain omega-3. So so that's why we often recommend dietary supplements of fish oil to provide those nutrients. 
Okay. Well, so then it would be smart to take maybe a daily fish oil and, you know, just keep a healthy, moderate amount of fish in their diet too? Yeah, that's what I would recommend. So, Awesome. There you have it, Kevin. Our next question comes from Arlene, and Arlene wants to know, are there any good supplements my kids should be taking with omega-3s to help maximize the benefits? Um, another excellent question. <laughs> I, I really like antioxidants. Um, I think there's lots of oxidation in our lives. And uh, um, so um, lipoic acid is a very strong antioxidant. Um, plant-based supplements, um, uh, rosemary, polyphenols, uh, grapeseed extract, uh, also a diet, you know, just, just supplementing a diet, not necessarily dietary supplements, but foods. Lots of green foods, uh, vegetables uh, in children's diets are a great way to add antioxidants to their, their diets. Um, dietary fiber um, is another thing that's important for kids to be healthy. So and you get that with, with lots of greens in your diet and fruits. But uh, those are kind of my main ones. Uh, mixed decopherols, um, which are uh, types of vitamin E, are also have a very strong antioxidant potentials. Okay, great. Well, there you have it, Arlene. Our next question is from Monique, and Monique is wondering, how early should you start introducing kids to fish oils? My daughter will be a year next month, and I was wondering if it was too soon and what the proper dosage would be. Any recommendation on brands for babies? Well, um, <clears throat> it's an, it's another really important area. Uh, again, uh, some of the requirements for growing kids are highest when they're little babies, and um, when my kids were small, we didn't have infant formula that had DHA, so it actually put drops of fish oil uh, on their tongue as they were growing up. This is a few years ago. <laughs> but uh, So, um, you know, if you're breastfeeding a child today or using infant formula, um, that baby is getting uh, lots of DHA from breast milk or infant formula. But when you stop breastfeeding and you stop infant formula, the, the DHA level in their diet goes down to almost nothing. So, so really when you make that transition, you're setting your child up for omega-3 deficiency if you don't supplement with some kind of, of uh, good uh, fish oil supplement. So uh, typically I think that transition is around a year uh, for, for a lot of people, uh, a little bit earlier, a little bit later. So um, really that's the time when you want to start using uh, some kind of a fish oil supplement. And I really like the Core Omega product because it's it's tasty, um, you can dispense it onto a spoon really easily, um, and you can, you know, use a half a pack for your one-year-old uh, that'll give them, um, you know, three to four hundred milligrams of, of long-chain omega-3. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'd want uh, a one-year-old to be. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, there you have it, Monique. Good luck with your new baby. Our next question comes from Gina, and Gina is asking, should I be giving my older kids fish oils? They're in their teens, and I have I have them on a multivitamin, but I'm wondering if I should add in some omegas. Definitely. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> um, How do you get teens to take vitamins and supplements? They don't seem to well, listen you, to anybody. <laughs> you withhold their phone <laughs> their car, or... Or you pay them a dollar a day? To, no. Um, well, you know, hopefully they're excited about it, but but often not. So um, you know, just you make it part of their day, and uh, and um, you know, like a lot of things, kids don't like to do. You have to figure out creative ways to encourage them to do that. And um, 
you know the the availability of smartphones is something that's very precious to most teenage kids <laughs> so uh, that's one one method of of uh redirection but um but yeah no the teenagers need it too you know every every life stage <clears throat> has a considerable requirement for for omega three and uh you know our brains are actively growing and developing all the time and um you know they they do so until in uh age twenty five uh thirty in in males and and uh age twenty five or so in females that brains are are continuing to grow so so uh, you want to keep giving them those nutrients and and omega three also keeps their inflammation in check um there's new studies that that e p and d h a are converted into things called resolvins um kind of a a crazier term but they're special molecules that help repair um your brain when it when it's injured and uh, they help to resolve injury. That's why they call them resolvins, and that's research from from Harvard University. So um, lots of good reasons to to take fish oil at any age of the game, and especially uh, children that have such you know immense needs for those kind of nutrients during growth and development spurts. Okay. Well, since you just talked about all of the reasons people should take omega-3s, we have a question from Daniel, and Daniel wants to know, is there any reason someone should not take omegas? Um. The only, you know, and again, um, uh, from a, a medical standpoint, if, if somebody's taking something that um, uh, treats blood clotting disorders, uh, then that's omega-3 have a slight effect on inhibiting blood clotting at certain doses. So that's something you'd want to talk to your doctor about. But that's really the only contraindication. Uh, omega-3 fats found normally in, in everyday foods that we consume um, there's a little bit in eggs, regular eggs. There's a little bit in regular eggs. There's a little bit in regular turkey. There's a little bit in regular pork. Um, uh, so it's it's found in tiny amounts normally in our diet. So it's not something that's necessarily foreign or or artificial. But but uh, if you have questions, you know, really talk to your physician uh, about that. And um, uh, if they're a good physician, they'll they'll have a positive answer for you about omega three. Cecilia wants to know, says, I hear you can eat too much, too much omega-6, which can be unhealthy. Is that true? What foods have omega-6, and how much should I be consuming daily? Great question. A bit of a controversial one. Um, <clears throat> first, I'll say that you know, omega-6 fats are essential. Without them in our diet, we, we die. So we, we don't grow. Uh, we, we have a lot of problems. Um, um, in American society today and a lot of worlds today, we, we consume um, probably 10 times too much omega-6 than we probably need. Um, and we also consume a diet that's really low in omega-3. So uh, omega-6 fats are converted into hormone-like compounds <clears throat> called the cosinoids. And those are things in prostaglandins. Those little compounds regulate our inflammatory response. So, So when you scratch yourself, on your hand for saying it turns red and it gets warm, that, that swelling and that redness is actually caused by these hormone-like compounds that come from omega-6. Um, omega-3 fights that process. So, so um, I'm in the camp that thinks that too much omega-6 is not healthy for you. Um, there's some studies that say it's not, it's fine. Um, it's true that if you, you know, if you replace saturated fat, if someone's eating lots of saturated fat and a lot of calories, and you put them on an omega-6 diet, they do better in terms of their cholesterol 
and their risk. Um, but but we tend to advocate for people lowering their omega-6 intake, increasing their omega-3 intake. And there's an excellent website called efaeducation.org, O-R-G, that talks about the balance between omega-6 and omega-3. It has some really nice YouTube videos. Uh, it's done by a, a good friend of mine, Dr. Bill Lands, who's uh, one of the top biochemists in, in the United States. So um, it's a good resource. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Ribas. Our next yeah. question comes from Nancy. And Nancy's wondering, how much omega-3 should I give my 13-year-old with autism, and how will I know if his body is responding to it? I think we kind of touched on each of these parts of the question yeah, um, earlier. Right. But there's, there's no specific guidance on you know how much, um, but clinical trials that are feeding fish oil to, to children with autism generally look at 1 to 3,000 milligrams a day of long-chain omega-3. Um, so that's that's a bit more than um, you know, kind of something just for a healthy person. But you're wanting to treat uh, conditions associated with autism. So, um, so I would start out typically with a with a nutrient like like uh, strategy. I would start out lower and then work up and then and monitor uh, any negative effects or any positive responses that that you're you're hoping to see. So. Um, it's difficult, you know, how to know if your body's responding to it. I guess, right. you know, as a parent, Nancy, you, you probably know your children much, much better than than anybody on the outside. So, um, just quietly watch and observe. And and um, if you communicate with your 13 year old, you can ask them, "Well, how are you feeling today?" You know, and or having issues with with anything. And uh, and those might be good um, good ways to ascertain, you know, what's going on in their life. And um, uh, it's, you know, it. Uh, something to follow closely and, and define as you go. So, Well, that's a great suggestion, Dr. Bebus. Uh, Stephanie wants to know, she said, is it, possible, um, is it possible for a child to not respond to omegas at all? I have a friend whose son doesn't seem to have any response from taking fish oils. Could it be the brand or that his body just flushes it out? Yeah, it's, you know, um, it's uh, not everybody's going to respond to to fish oils. It's in invisible sort of ways, I guess. Um, You know, everybody, when you give them a fish oil supplement, it goes up in their blood, it goes up in their tissues. So we know that happens. Um, But but some of the symptoms that you're hoping to to maybe resolve or to treat, um, um, you know, may not be affected by by fish oils. But in general, um, clinical studies have shown that you know, a number of patients do find benefits. So um, the brand, it, it could be, um, uh, you know, some fish oils are better than others. Um, in Years ago, there was, like, really bad fish oils in the, in the marketplace that were, were oxidized and, and nasty. Um, typically, if your fish oil smells fishy, um, if you, have, you know, use capsules and you break it open, it smells fishy, it's not good. Uh, it's not good for you. So um, products like Core Omega are, are innovative in that they, they take really good quality fish oil and they make it very absorbable by emulsifying it. And um, so that's typically where, especially for kids, I try to send people to, to Core Omega for, for their uh, fish oil and their omega-3 needs. All right. Well, there you have it, Stephanie. And then our last question from our community comes in from Donna. And Donna wants to know, for Core Omega, I know the regular dosage is one pack per day. Is there ever a time when I should increase the dosage for my son? Is there any way to detect a deficiency? 
Um, one pack a day is is probably um, that just fine. That gives them about 600 milligrams, 700 milligrams of of long chain omega three. I take about four packs a day. Um, um, you can FDA says up to 3,000 milligrams a day is is just fine. So uh, that would be about five packs a day of of core omega. Um, if you know if you're your child's not responding in a way that you think is appropriate. Um, you can try two packs a day for 30 days and um, and uh, just kind of monitor behavior and, and, and things like that. So, and then I'm sorry, what was the second part of the question? The, the second part of the question was: Is there any way to detect a deficiency? Yeah. The, so um, there's um, a blood test is is typically how you do that. Um, um, looks at omega-3 levels in blood. So if you um, if you Google omega-3 tests, there's there's several different companies that offer uh, blood testing for omega-3, typically a finger stick, um, the way that you can look. You can ask your doctor, too. Uh, they now have uh, a lot of clinics offer that service as well. So I have a question for you, Dr. Bebas. Yeah. So you said you take up to five packs a day. Is, does right. it matter how um, close together you take those packs, or you know, should how how would that work? I mean, is it not good to take two packs at once, or maybe spread them throughout the day? And how do you know how far to spread them out throughout the day? Um, yeah, it's a it's a great question. Um, you know, fish oils <clears throat> and core omega are are uh, fat soluble nutrients, so I take all my five at once um, just because I know it's going to be absorbed into my body all the same. Um, if you feel better splitting it up throughout the day, you can, but there's no necessary requirement for that. Um, taking it, um, you know, all at once in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed um, um, is, is typically uh, a, a perfectly fine, you know, strategy. So um, some people, you know, when I, uh, if I'm at my office, I'll and I have a craving for a, a treat <laughs> instead of eating something bad. Uh, I'll, I'll often have a Cormega. Um, is, is my little treat and a cup of tea. Uh, so that's um, it's another way because they're in the little, little pack. Those little packs they go everywhere with you. So if you go to the gym or you're at yeah. church or wherever, um, you can you can uh, have those packs you know with you in your backpack or your purse or in your desk. So so uh, yeah. that's one of my one of the things I try to do to keep my my life healthier is is use it as a uh, as a treat uh, a, a positive treat. <laughs> Instead of a donut, <laughs> well, or well, I like a cookie. I like donuts too, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, there's nothing, nothing wrong with having a donut every once in a while, but but uh, you know, too much we know right. has negative implications. As yeah, well. we can't have five donuts a day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we can have five packs of Cormega, but not five donuts. All right. right. Well, thank you, Doctor Beavis. Um, just r- real quickly, uh, are there any big myths about omega threes that? you would like to address or clear up? Um, well, not, uh, it doesn't make you smell fishy <laughs> or anything okay. like that. Um, some worries. Um, uh, there's some some stuff thrown around about bleeding. It'll it'll make you bleed, and, and that's that's not just that's not true at all for the kind of dosing we're talking about. So if you're a if you're a Eskimo eating you know whale blubber twice a day, <laughs> you know, or uh, fish you know a lot of omega three, uh, then there's issues with with clotting times. But uh, um, no, there's there's um, you know I can't think of those are really the main criticisms kind of leveled on on okay. on, on omega three. So they're very essential for us, um, you know, and, and science is 
and scientists are always working hard to try to define what's what's beneficial and what's not. And um, you know, if you hear one study that says, "Well, it's not good for you," um, uh, be careful not to interpret that as as um, you know the only study and, and the only reason, because um, sometimes studies um, um, uh, are wrong or they're the, right. the conclusions are made, you know, wrongly. And, and the same for, you know, if, it, if, if it's going to do something that's crazy good for you, you know, um, you have to use your uh, use your wits about you a bit to interpret scientific data. And uh, and television doesn't do a very good job of distilling information. <laughs> so well, talk to your... Television and the media are always so reliable. Yeah, because everybody <laughs> wants a yes or no answer, right? You know, right. it's got to be black or white, and it's not always the case. And one of the cool things about... Um, the community around autism that I found in going to meetings and talking to parents was is that it, it really is a trial and error thing for so many parents, and they work so tirelessly to find diets um, that help their children. And I just really want to commend um, you know parents and caregivers of of children with autism that do such a wonderful job in in uh, trying to keep their kids on the right path and and help them in any way that they can. And I think that's really the true testament to you know to to helping. Um, uh, kids with autism is is finding you know the right kind of care and learning about your child's needs and and responses and all those things. So, well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Is there any way our community can can reach you or reach Coromega if they have any other questions? Um, there, you can reach me at um, uh, info at lipidlab dot com. Okay. And if anybody's interested in checking out Coromega or learning more about omega-3 fish oils, you can visit www.coromega.com or you can check them out on social media at Coromega on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Coromega on Facebook. Thank you again so much for being here with us today, Dr. Bebus, and um, answering all these questions. It was, we really appreciate you taking the time out. My pleasure. Happy to help. Thanks very much. All right, thank you. And anybody that wants to listen to Chat Autism with Dr. Bebus or our other experts, you can download it for free on iTunes, or we have a link up at generationrescue.org. And if you have any questions, feel free to tweet them to us at GenRescue on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Bye.